Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season 4 of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right, no co-host to rein me in, just me and myself in the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, VSIN.com, the VSIN app, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all proudly brought to you by BetMGM, Gil Alexander, Kelly Bidlin. Still to come this hour, Raheem Palmer joins us to talk a little. Errol Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford. Got my bets in. We had Teddy Atlas yesterday. Looking forward to talking to Raheem about that. Are you betting it, Kelly? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to bet I'm it. I'm so going to watch pumped. it. Big fight weekend. About to talk UFC here, too. But, uh, yeah. man, you know, what, you know what's most interesting to me is that they're going head-to-head UFC and boxing this week, right? Like, yeah. what, what was going on last Saturday night? Could have had a fight then. I'm, I'm thinking boxing promotion is not paying attention to that, is my guess, for a fight of this magnitude. I kind of think both of them don't care about the other one uh, That's probably days. true. You know what I mean? Like, UFC's doing stuff weekly. I don't think they're really caring yep. too much what boxing's doing. Yeah. Yeah. This ain't this ain't boxing from our childhood, man. Nope. But this is about as close as it gets uh, recently, and we'll talk to uh, Raheem about that later. But let's talk UFC 291, which uh, headlines with the uh, fight for the mythical bet. Are you, are you familiar with the mythical BMF belt here, Kelly? <laughs> yes, you know what I that am, is? yeah. My extensive research tells me that's something I'm not allowed to talk about on air. Uh, Jordan Sherwood joins us now to discuss UFC 291. Poirier and Gaethje, looking forward to this. How you doing, man? I- I'm good. I mean, first off, yeah, Dana White's not going to move any event uh, to help fans watch both a UFC and a boxing event. But quite literally, you'll probably see Dana White watching the boxing fight while the UFC fight is going on. So <laughs> Just, uh, that, that is certainly yeah. something to, to consider. And yeah, it is a big fight night. It's a big fight weekend, but that BMF title, it's mythical. I don't care about it. Uh, but we do have a very, very important fight in the lightweight division between uh, two former title challengers and Dustin Poirier and Justin Gagey. Yeah. Who fought before and Poirier ends up winning it and does so fourth round. Um, what is different? What makes this fight? Why is this going to be any different than that one from several years ago? I think maybe the only argument you can make is a, the, the familiarity that the, well, there's three of them. The, the, the familiarity obviously that they have with each other going four rounds the first time go around. The second thing is that, you know, this fight will be at altitude it's in Utah. Uh, so you have to take that into consideration. All the fighters do uh, when they're preparing for a fight and, and a five round fight like this. And third is that, look, you've got a new champion in the lightweight division, and both guys have not fought Islam Makachev. So, uh, you know, both guys losing to Habib Nurmagomedov when he was the champion. If they make a statement, if they look impressive, you know, they could make an argument that they should be next for the 155-pound winner between Makachev and Charles Oliveira. 
which takes place uh, later on this year. So from a betting perspective, Poirier minus 145, Gaethje is plus 125 coming back, both 34 years of age. Uh, most casual UFC observers remember Poirier from uh, taking out Conor McGregor. Where's the bet here? Yeah, I, I think the bet is in, in Dustin Poirier. You know, again, skill for skill, how they're going to match up. He's just a, a bad matchup for Justin Gagey. D- Dustin Poirier is well-versed on the ground if it, if it had to go there with submissions. But this fight's going to be contested standing. He's got the better cardio. He's got the better boxing. Uh, and I think Justin Gagey, you know, both of them have been in too many wars, but probably Justin Gagey, uh, you know, far more just because of his fighting style. So I think the play is absolutely Dustin Poirier to win the fight. I love him on the money line, the value you're getting there because of, uh, again, the ways that he could win. But I think you also have to pay attention to the over at two and a half. I think there's going to be a feeling out process between the two, neither fighter wanting to make a mistake, but both guys are finishers. So I don't believe this will see the judges scorecards, but I do believe it will go into the later rounds, the championship rounds, like it did the first time that they met couple Pereiras also on the main card at UFC 291. By the way, we're talking to Jordan Sherwood from the unnamed MMA podcast co-host there. Wood on ESPN 1000 on Twitter. Uh, Jan Blakovic against Alex Pereira, who when we last saw him, Israel Adesanya was uh, dispatching him, if you will. How do you stand on this? Where We're showing a coin flip at this point between these two. Yeah, it's a coin flip, and I, I think there's obviously uncertainty with what how Alex Pereira is going to look at 205, making the jump 20 pounds from middleweight to light heavyweight. He was always an enormous 185er. He cut a ton of weight to make that middleweight limit. Uh, is his power going to carry over to 205? A lot of people believe so, but I think what you have to look at if you're going to you know bet this fight is how did Jan Blachowicz perform against Israel Adesanya when he made the jump to 205, and he was successful. He made the fight a, a wrestling match. Uh, he took, you know, Israel Adesanya to the ground, controlled him. And I think he could do the same against Alex Pereira. Pereira is not a wrestler. He's a kickboxer that has had some good takedown defense, but really hasn't been in there with a guy that's going to take him down like Jan Blachowicz likely will. And also Jan Blachowicz does have a ton of power. He doesn't have a lot of knockouts to his credit, but he does have a ton of power. Uh, so I, I think Jan Blachowicz is, is probably going to be my play in this fight. It's a 15, it's a three round fight. It's not a championship five round fight. Uh, and I think Jan Blachowicz, again, his familiarity with uh, middleweight jumping up, the fact that Pereira struggles uh, with wrestlers or doesn't have his great takedown defense. And there's an uncertainty about his power being able to carry over, knocking out a guy the size of Jan Blachowicz, who has only been knocked out, I think, once. Uh, and that was against uh, uh, Tiago Santos a few years ago. Uh, I like Jan Bohovic straight up on the money line to win the fight. Okay, so so far Poirier uh, over in the Poirier fight, and then Blahovich here. Uh, let me ask you about one more, and then I'll let you go to to others that you see value in. But sure. just anecdotally here, Jordan, the Wonder Boy Thompson Michael Pereira welterweight fight is the one where I've sort of heard the most difference in opinion on. Where do you stand here? Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with with how it's been bet. Pereira opened up as a big time underdog. Uh, he's still an underdog, but the money has come in on him. I just think there's questions about Steven Wonderboy Thompson being able to do what he does now at 40 years of age. You know, obviously an outstanding kickboxer. Pereira is a great striker, an unorthodox striker, and an enormous welterweight. Uh, he does have some wrestling, and, and albeit that Steven Wonderboy Thompson has been known for his takedown defense, it has, you know, you know not has been strong uh, since he's got older. Uh, so I, I think there's certainly value in Pereira. 
uh, as the underdog just because stylistically they match up very well. And Pereira's still extremely young, powerful, unorthodox, and can rely on that wrestling and that Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I guess the one argument against it is that, again, going in altitude. Pereira has, is a guy in his previous fights, has been lately, but previously has struggled with cardio. He, he cuts a ton of weight to make the welterweight limit, so you have to pay attention to that. But I think there is extreme value in this Pereira to get the upset over uh, Wonderboy Thompson uh, as part of one of the featured fights on the card. Yeah, this is, uh, and I think you agree with this, this is deemed a pretty solid card top to bottom here. What, el what else do you like? Yeah, I, I'm paying a, a particular attention actually to Darius Flowers. He's taking a fight on short notice against Jake Matthews, a guy that's been in the welterweight division for quite some time. Very well-rounded, but Darius Flowers, from what we've seen on film, like obviously he's making his UFC debut, so there's going to be some octagon jitters there, but he carries a ton of power, has got some wrestling, and Jake Matthews has been stopped in a couple of previous fights, so I might take a flower, uh, flyer, if you will, on Flowers, Flower and Flyers, Flower and Flowers, however you want to say it, <laughs> uh, because, again, uh, he might surprise a, a, a ton of people. Uh, and then, uh, you know, I will say also the, the fight right after that, Roman uh, Kapalov, I think, against Claudio uh, Ribeiro, uh, just, it just has him beat everywhere. He's a pretty big favorite in the middleweight fight, uh, so probably stuff him into one of your parlays. Flyer on Flowers, Kelly. You're not going to forget that one. Put it Flyer in the on Flowers. Flyer on Flowers. Uh, you a Bears fan? You, what, you can you tell? I'm gonna say. <laughs> What's gonna going say? On? Yeah, um, yeah. I've been watching that video of uh, Justin Fields and DJ Moore uh, from two two days ago. Viral. Viral. And Justin Fields saying he doesn't want to appear on quarterback. The uh, the docu series that uh, debuted season one this year on Netflix. For he doesn't want to be in uh, season two. Let me ask you about the Bears and the NFC North. If you have an opinion on that, do you wh where do you stand on them in that division this year? Uh, I, I think that they're probably going to fall into into that that second place team, maybe that third place team. I think I still think there's a lot of holes, particularly on defense. Uh, you can't get much worse than three three wins. Uh, I think they'll dramatically improve. Fringe playoff team, but I, I think it, you know we're going to be shocked and say that the Detroit Lions are the class oh, of the man. NFC North. As, okay. as, 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 as difficult as it is for to say. Uh, I think they're one year away from actually surprising a lot of people. All right. All the bets that you gave us in UFC 291, and I assume, my, correct me if I'm wrong, that we got all of them. If not, let us yep. know. What is the what is the one that if you only could make one of them, which is the one you're making? I just think it's, it's again, it's the comfort in Dustin Poirier. I mean, he's one of the best we've ever seen. He's 9-2 and two in his last 11, only losing championship fights. Uh, and I just think that he's got Justin Gagey's number and Justin Gagey time after time has said, Hey, I'm going to change up my game plan. I'm going to go out and wrestle. I'm going to be smart. He gets into a firefight and he gets into a firefight. He's seen his mirror image. It's it, you know, there's a reason it's Dustin and Justin. I mean, they're same age, same losses to the same guys, same number of time in the octagon. Like it's so weird. Dustin Poirier, I think, just has his number, and that's the fight that I'm most comfortable in. And I'm just curious about this because I loved boxing as a kid. Do you, you're old enough to remember the heyday of boxing as well. Do you care? Yeah, I, do you care about it? No, I, I, I've, I've fallen off. I think I think it's lost its luster and all this other stuff with Jake Paul kind of you know inching in. Francis Ngannou versus Tyson Fury. Who knows what that's going to happen? So yeah, I won't be. I'll be watching too. I miss the days. I miss the days of Tyson. You know fighting in the heavyweight fights or the Evander Holyfields. That's my era. That's I'm 42. So that's what I remember. But uh, this fight card, if you're going to tune into a UFC fight card without a title fight, this is one to watch. It's going to be an outstanding card top to bottom. All right. A vote for UFC from Jordan Sherwood. I could have expected that. How you doing, Jordan? I appreciate that. It's like, because you like boxing at all? He's like, no, not really. Uh, I'm pumped.
I'm absolutely pumped for it. I'll be flipping back and forth. Thank you, Jordan. Appreciate it, man. All right, Dale. Thanks, Dad. Jordan Sherwood, everybody. At, uh, on Twitter, that is. You can follow him on uh, ESPN, or I should say uh, ESPN, Wood on ESPN 1000. He's always switching around his Twitter. Have you noticed that through the years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's had to change a couple times. Wood yeah. on ESPN 1000. Where are you on this, Kelly? You are UFC on Saturday? I'll tell, I'll tell you what, that uh, I hadn't really looked at these numbers. That Jan, Jan uh, Blachowicz number uh, did surprise me to see it was that short. I'm, I'm probably jo- joining Jordan on that. It so. got shorter, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, irresponsible betting Saturday. That's right. Coming up. Oh, gosh, this Saturday? It's like the perfect <laughs> one. Are you kidding me? All we need is a horse race in the middle of the day. <laughs> It'll complete the whole thing. Thankfully, nothing to point to there. We'll come back. We'll talk. AFC West next numbers game Visa the sports betting network hello it is Ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. We all know about the speed of sound, but have you ever thought about the sounds of speeding? Drive too fast and you can hear the sound of your vehicle crashing. Because one way or another, speeding catches up with you. It's paid for by NHTSA. We get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate all the feedback. If you're funny, we'll read them all. GV at uh, New Jersey, New York. Uh, regarding the MLB postseason picture, fascinating thing about this is that you have so many teams who consider themselves contenders that it creates a seller's market. Also, interesting how the Orioles sold at the deadline last year and are now set up for a run a la the Mariners last year. Yeah, absolutely. And some teams do the thing where they sort of sell and buy creatively. So we'll see. I'm, you know, We'll see if there's... A, a splash coming. Somebody's going to gra- grab Marcus Stroman. Um, but it will be a more tame dr- deadline than uh, in past years, one would think. This is from a JW at One Man Wolfpack. He says, nice work on the cloud of smoke imaging. Maybe we can get something similar when giving uh, out Susie recommendations next week, at least once a day. Uh, Peter Watchery, watching the Jason Weingarten segment and every baseball game moved offshore. Everyone watches Gil, he says. Uh, Jason has that power. Let's see, uh, Car- Kariba Capital. Am I reading that right? Uh, Corey Seager batting 350. Only way Otani wins the Triple Crown is if Seager stays hurt and doesn't qualify. Hey, man, Seager getting hurt is like a, uh, you know, a normal thing. For those of us who have had Seager MVP bets in the past, Seager most home runs bets in the past, we've had so many Corey Seager bets on this show, and they never get there because of injury. But hopefully for the Rangers, he does get back because he has been – no player has benefited more from the shift being banned than Corey Seager has because uh, just a great hitter no matter, but without the shift, even that much better. What are you smiling about? What's going on back there? 
Got uh, a couple different things. Okay, let's I, I don't know. I the, the, I still have the thought in my head of uh, just like the PTI rundown having uh, – should Otani still win MVP? <laughs> yeah, that's that, right. and then I'm looking through your soul at some F1 race. Oh. It's like pouring rain, and they're still racing. I didn't know they did that. <laughs> Drive safely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it is. Like every turn they make, it's this huge wave of water that's coming up. So this week, whenever something in the NFL went down – Kelly and I used it as a excuse to talk about the division, which that whatever went down in uh, existed. And yesterday at the end of our show, I don't know if you uh, were with us at the end of the crack hour yesterday, but Sean Payton just went crazy talking about Nathaniel Hackett's previous administration with the Denver Broncos, calling it one of the worst coaching performances, what he called the worst coaching performance he's ever seen, which is just completely off the rails when it comes to no coach says that about the previous administration. Now you can justify it by saying, well, he's got Russell Wilson's back and some Broncos fans even tweeted me. I actually like it because they were so bad, but man, nobody does that. I don't know what the ups, what the true upside is for doing that. Uh, So we used it as a a reason to just talk some AFC West today and look at those odds. But even all those reasons real quick, like it's still really weird. Still weird. Still weird. Especially coming from Sean Payton. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but especially him, it kind of surprises me more. Just because, like, he's got one of those stories of like worked his way up through every. He route. was a replacement player. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I, like, I mean, he was an OC that got fired at one point yeah. and all that stuff. Like, yeah. man, I don't know. He <laughs> he was the he was the coach when the Saints got, had all those infractions, right? So yeah. Um, like it's a tough business. I don't. I don't if, think it's if a tough business without people that you work with going after you already. You know. Imagine if you're Nathaniel Hackett hearing that yesterday. You're like, what the? Dude, don't we have a fraternity here of some kind? Right. That was crazy. And, she- and then I don't know what, like, Sala's response was, like, I don't know. I, I don't know what he was supposed to say. I kept trying to think what I would be saying, actually, if I was in his shoes. Sean Payton said, whatever he did, we're doing the opposite. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, come on. My name is George, you know. Uh, Chiefs, 11 and a half. Their season win total. They're the favorite. Minus 165. Super Bowl champions. I don't know if you heard that, Kelly. The uh, Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. Chargers, nine and a half. As always, in second, it, it feels like in this division now. Plus 340 to win the division. And may I just say, for all bettors who have ever bet anything on the Chargers, because I'm right there with you, having done so last year. I resisted all those years. And then finally caved last year. I'm like, this is the year. Justin Herbert, MVP. Chargers going to win the division. Nope. They're no, so. You, you guys were all wrong. It's this year. It's this year. year. This They've the got year. so much talent. <laughs> They're stacked. Uh, Broncos eight and a half. We're talking about Sean Payton and the Broncos plus five fifty to win the division, and then the Raiders. Uh, Josh Jacobs and the Raiders. Not seeing eye to eye. Six and a half. Their season win total twelve to one are the Raiders to win the division. Chiefs. Um, last seven years they've won this division. Is that good? Is that pretty good? Uh, trying to become the first repeat Super Bowl winner since the Patriots in 2003-2004. They're favorites in all 17 of their games, Kelly, the the Chiefs. Yep, Um, as they should be. And as, you know, they do have bad rest when you aggregate their rest from game to game versus their opponents. But on the other hand, you know, they get Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen, and Joe Burrow all in Kansas City in November, December. By the way, Joe Burrow yesterday it looks like it's going to be an okay calf injury, like not a major injury, that viral video that was going around from camp. Side note. But they get Burrow, Allen, and Hurts all in Kansas City. Um, Mahomes, 
27 and three straight up versus the other opponents in this division versus all three opponents in this division, 27 and three, 11 and zero against the Broncos, nine and one against the Raiders, seven and two against the chargers. And, uh, Again, 29.2 points per game last year. Mahomes led the league in passing yards, passing touchdowns. And then, you know, what have what have been their records? The Chiefs records through the years with Mahomes. 12 and 4, 12 and 4, 14 and 2, 12 and 5, 14 and 3. Oh my god. How great is it to be a Chiefs fan? I mean, he's the greatest separator in this division still. Yes. I think if you just if you just do basic like let me look at the depth charts of these teams. Like the Chargers team seems oh. on paper to be so much better, but the Patrick Mahomes effect kicks in. It's just incredible. You have summed it up, I think, as well as we could, because that really is the thing. You look up. So they add Quentin Johnston, talking about the Chargers yeah. now. They add Quentin Johnston, Rashawn Slater, Zion Johnson, center Corey Lindsley on the line. Those three guys anchor that line. Joey Bosa and J.C. Jackson, remember, they each only played five games on defense last year, so they are healthy. Bosa and, and Khalil Mack only played a, f- a handful of games together. Like, right. it never came together. Mack totaled eight sacks. Bosa only had two and a half with the games. They have so many players, including, of course, the re-signed Justin Herbert, who's just this side of Patrick Mahomes, the, the maybe the greatest currently in the league. And yet, like, cases against the Chiefs, like, I, I get it if you want to make one. But I'm not making that bet anymore. See, here's the problem with both these teams. When we talk about both these teams, I I stand by everything I just said with the Patrick Mahomes being the greatest separator between these two. But that's what you just laid out from last year. Okay, you can make some excuses for the Chargers of why their defensive numbers were bad, right? right. And I know Mike Williams, Keenan Allen were kind of in and out of the lineup, but they were still just a middle-of-the-road offense. Well, that and, was a lot of people blaming Joe Lombardi, their right. offensive coordinator. Now it's Kellen Moore. Now it's Kellen Moore. So how much of the, how much change is that is that going to, uh, you know, how much, how much is that going to affect things? You would hope at least a bit because they got to be better than that on, off, on offense. And – you know, to give the Chiefs credit, go look at what they ended the season defensively over, you know, whether you're DVOA or PFF or anything. They were basically a top five, top ten defense that we really, you know, we don't really talk about all that much. So I, we, we always focus on the quarterbacks, but I think that's stuff we got to keep in mind. But you said it yesterday. It's like, and who does Patrick Mahomes have to throw to besides Travis Kelsey? Kadarius, Tony, Sky Moore, and Marquez Valdez Scanling. Yeah, I, I, we, we could sit here for 10 incredible. minutes listing off the concerns yeah. I have for the Chiefs, but they overcome them every year. Okay. I mean, they you, got the, we got the Chris Jones holdout, right? Yeah. Like, that could be a situation. The wide receivers, that could be a problem. Okay. Do you buy, and let's get to the Broncos because we have limited time here. Let's get to the Broncos because I think people would agree Chiefs first, Chargers second. And maybe you think the Chargers can overcome this year. It's it's absolutely plausible. I'm just not going to do it, betting wise. But the Broncos five and twelve last season. Sean Payton for all his arrogance yesterday, his offense has scored more than 25 points per game 12 times in 15 years. Never averaged fewer than 21 points. That courtesy of Matt Humans from Veasan.com doing his AFC West preview. And now you have Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler. Tim Patrick, Cortland Sutton finally being able to play together as a quartet. You know, out of 50 total games that those four could have played together, guess how many they've all played? How two, two out of 50. So do you buy into the fact, and the defense is good, right? Defense is good all across the yeah. board. No one doubts that. Great defense. With uh, Patrick Sertan and uh, Justin Simmons anchoring that secondary. 
Do you give him a shot here to make any noise? I mean, would you bet him to make the playoffs plus 180? Would you Would you bet him over on the win total, or are you not a buyer? I love Russell Wilson. I, I just want to say that first. We we made Me and you made a big deal of that last year. Like, yep. it, that was shocking. It was hard to watch for me as someone who's always been a Russell Wilson fan. I think they're going to be better this year, Gil. I am not in that camp, though, of thinking this is a team that is going to challenge for winning the AFC or this division or anything like that. I, I mean, there are there are some people that are very high on this team this year. What's the best bet in this division? Raiders to have the worst record in the NFL. Fewest wins. In I the already, NFL. I already bet it. Yeah. You did? Yeah. This is a brutal division. I well, think the Broncos will be better. I think the Raiders, I mean, Jimmy G has to play great. Yeah. And I think that's asking too much of him. PFF has them ranked 25th in the league. What number did you get on that worst record? 25 to 1, I think. Oh, that's nice. I like that. Coming back, Raheem Palmer on Crawford Spence. Can't wait. Next, Numbers Game. Visa, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game on VSIN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from our show hosts and guests. You'll also get unlimited access to our VSIN.com slash picks page. Sort picks by sport, matchup, event date, and more. Check the top VSIN experts leaderboard to view betting records, profit, and ROI, and see which VSIN expert has the hot hand. For VSIN Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, plus 24 7 video access. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today. It's the final week to sign up now for only $19 at vsin.com slash subscribe. Big fight weekend. Crawford, Spence Jr., cannot wait for this. Uh, my bets are in. I got a bet uh, on the under, 10.5, taking a lot of bang for my buck on that, over uh, $2 plus 229 on that. And I am leaning, uh, I am leaning in and betting uh, Terrence Crawford in this unified welterweight title bout, the fight of the year. And to help us navigate through the bets, we bring in Raheem Palmer, who joins us, co-host of the East Coast Bias show on the uh, Ringler Gambling Network. How you doing, Raheem? Good to see you. I'm good. Life is good. I can't complain. We got a big fight coming up this week, and I'm super excited. You know, this year, we've been getting all the big fights, so it's it's great to finally see it happen. You are a big boxing guy. Were, were you always that? Yeah, I just always was. I just always loved boxing. I mean, I'm mostly known for my NBA, but boxing is just something I've, I grew up on, I've always loved, so... um it's always great to go out to Vegas and see the big fights. So um, I, I love it. All right. Before we get to the boxing, then, since you mentioned the NBA, where have you made any season? Have you made any season long bets in the NBA? Where do you stand on Dame Lillard? What's your, what are your thoughts there? I haven't made any season long bets already, but I'm looking at the Toronto Raptors under, I think they're going to be like, they're going to be horrible. <laughs> so I'm looking at their under. I'm also kind of looking to take the Memphis Grizzlies over. That stands out to me. And then I also like the Cleveland Cavaliers over. I look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. They've added a, a ton of shooting. So those three teams are on my list right now. All right. We, we were throwing up on a side screen here. Where will Damian Lillard play next season? And the Heat are the big favorite now at minus 250. Blazers, 4-1 to one are the uh, second shot here for him to just stay in Portland. What is your instinct? Does he start the season in Portland, then get traded later at this point? I think he's gonna. I think he's going to Miami. I, I think they're gonna get a deal done. I just think they have to get other teams involved because right now the Portland Trailblazers they don't want Tyler Hero. I mean, like he's kind of like they're at the point where he's kind of hamstrung in them at this point because he only wants to go to Miami. So I think they're going to honor his wishes. It's unfortunate because we're at a point now where the star players, they just have so much power. And I think he's going to exercise it. I think he's going to Miami. 
All right, let's talk some boxing. T-Mobile Arena tomorrow night, a fight that has been anticipated for many years. Errol Spence Jr., Terrence Crawford. Terrence Crawford, the favorite, minus 150 for the unified, undisputed welterweight title of the world. I was mentioning yesterday with Teddy Atlas, this really you know, gives great memories to those of us who have followed boxing for so many years in the welterweight division. This was Hearns Leonard won to unify the welterweight title. Trinidad de la Hoya, Pacquiao Mayweather, and now this. What about the side? What are your instincts telling you about two undefeated fighters? Okay, so we're at minus 150 right now. I think you saw some sharp money come in on Terrence Crawford early, but the numbers got bet down. Me personally, I want to stay away from the side just because I think this is a really close fight. When I look at these two fighters, you look at Errol Spence, he's typically the busier fighter. He's typically throwing like 70 punches around while you have Terrence Crawford who's throwing around 30 punches around. And he's a guy who's a notorious slow starter. So I think he's the more talented fighter, but you got to remember he's coming into this fight and Errol Spence is the bigger fighter. Now, Terrence Crawford has stopped all seven of the guys that he's faced at welterweight, but I think Errol Spence has fought the, the, the tougher competition at, at welterweight. So this is a really tough fight for me. I think Terrence Crawford has the ability to make adjustments. One of the things that stands out to me is that when you look at their fight against Porter, Crawford knocked out Porter, but I think the big thing that he did in that fight was that he was able to limit Porter's output. Porter threw 744 punches against Earl Spence, and against Crawford, he threw just 347. So I don't think Spence is going to be as busy this fight as most people would expect. So I'm staying away from the side. I know Crawford has the ability to make adjustments, but Spence is the type of guy who, if he gets off to a fast start, he can win a decision. Yeah, and Sean Porter, as I've mentioned before here on the show, he has said, after having fought both, and as you said, split decision against Errol Spence Jr., knocked out by Terrence Crawford or stopped by Terrence Crawford, uh, that he, if he had to make a bet, and he it wasn't easy for him, but he said if he did in the end, it's Terrence Crawford for him, um, echoing sort of what you're saying. So if not the side, then Raheem, what's the bet for you? The bet is to go to distance minus 210. I think that's up to minus 220. Like I said before, I think Terrence Crawford is going to limit Earl Spence's output. But at the same time, when you look at Terrence Crawford, he has the ability to make adjustments. I, I, I think that's going to happen. I think this is going to be a high-level chess match. I think like you're looking at almost like a Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather type fight. I don't see either of these guys getting knocked out. And you look at, look at Earl Spence's fight against Danny Garcia. He didn't stop Danny Garcia. I can't reasonably expect. Like, to me, that's the floor for Terrence Crawford is – I expect him to do as well as Danny Garcia. Now, I know Styles makes fights, but I just don't see either one of these guys getting stopped. So I, I have to disagree with your your underplay. I, I think you go over, but I think you can get um, the fight to go to distance at minus 210. So let's go Let's go down the, the boxing betting conspiracy ra- rabbit hole here for a second because I was saying how last, you know, Triple G Canelo – when I, you know, I bet tri- Triple G was convinced he won. I think this was the second fight between them, if I'm not mistaken. And I vowed, I was like, I'm never. It must have been the first fight. Or it was the first. I want to say it was the second, though. The first fight, I thought Triple G certainly won also. But I also was convinced he won the second fight. Um, but either way, I, I came out of there. I'm like, I'm not betting this anymore. It goes to the scorecards. Who knows what the politics are behind this? And, yeah, I mean, if you've bet boxing, you've been burned by boxing at some point. What to the theory, and I know there is a clause in the contract that says there's a rematch here triggered before the end of the season, before the end of the calendar year. 
But what's the outcome? If we were to go down that rabbit hole, what's the outcome that generates the most interest in fight number two? Let's ask it that way. Hmm. I think it's a close decision. Like, I think that's that's the one that's going to generate another um, more impact for the next one. Just because if somebody gets stopped, then I think you're going to look back at both of these guys and say, oh, this guy didn't fight anybody. And nobody's going to want to see the second fight. So if you see somebody get stopped, then it it, kind of kills the excitement. Like, look at the fight we had the other day with Anyway versus Fulton. I mean, this was supposed to be a big fight. And Anyway absolutely dominated him. So... I think you're looking at a close decision if you if if you really want to see this rematch clause get exercised. I don't know that you do, but we're showing the other uh, fights on the card. Do you have any plays on any of those beneath the? Uh, the main I don't. Event? Um, I actually don't. I'm just I'm mostly playing the big one. Um, I know they added the Nonito um Donaire fight to the card, but I don't have anything on that. All right. So now that Crawford Spence Jr. is finally happening to whatever result tomorrow night. What's the fight out there now, Raheem, which will which is the most anticipated? Because this obviously, you know, we want to make this for years and it's finally happening. Obviously, Spence Jr. got in a car accident, delayed his career to some extent. Um, and we've seen him fight since a couple times, but we finally have gotten here. And, and thankfully, it's not like waiting five years for Pacquiao and Mayweather, five years beyond when it should have happened. What, what's the matchup at whatever weight class? That's the one that boxing fans anticipate the most now. I think it's by far in the lightweight division. You go to Javante Tank Davis versus Shakur Stevenson. I mean, that division is absolutely stacked. Obviously, you had Devin Haney. He's the undisputed lightweight champion of the world. He's probably going to vacate that and go to 140. But in that 135 division, it's just so many guys in that division. And I think the top two that people want to see is Javante Tank Davis and Shakur Stevenson. Okay. Uh, Raheem, always a pleasure. Let Let me exit with this one. What's the the script of the fight tomorrow that would shock you the most? An early knockout by one or the other? Like, is that the thing that you'd be like, what? Oh, what yeah, just that, that, that's that would that would absolutely shock me if Terrence Crawford got off to a fast start and, and stopped Spence. That would like stun me, and like I, I just don't see that happening. Just because I think both guys have such huge respects for each other's skills. And the fact that we know Terrence Crawford is a notorious slow starter and then Spence is the bigger guy, if he stopped him inside of like six rounds, I'd be absolutely stunned. Raheem Palmer, everybody. Good to see you, Raheem. Good to see you, too. Enjoy the fight. You can follow him at I am Rostadamus. How about that? Rostradamus on Twitter. Uh, check that out. Again, the podcast is the East Coast Bias Podcast on the Ringler Gambling Show. Uh, Spence Crawford tomorrow night, which, again, the fight of the year. And for those of us who loved boxing, like this is super exciting uh, to get into this. And, th- and for those who are in Vegas this weekend, because we touched on this yesterday, and we should probably mention this again, do not assume that this is being shown at sportsbooks. In fact, it is not, generally speaking. You kind of have to, if you're in a casino, you kind of have to find these bars that exist, either within the casino, or then I guess on the strip, some might have it too. But that's kind of... Or, or obviously you can, you know, if you're at your residence, that's a different story. But if you're just visiting Vegas, your options are kind of limited. Oh, I think, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's pretty much like everywhere else around the country. Call ahead of time. <laughs> Double check that they're yeah. going to be showing it before you go in. I'm going to be in LA. I'm doing that. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be at home where I can just buy it. I got to figure that out as well. But my, my whole weekend sort of revolves around it. Cannot wait for this. Uh, 35-year-old Terrence Crawford, 33-year-old Errol Spence Jr. for the Undisputed Welterweight Crown. Both undefeated. Something's got to give.
Kelly and I wrapping it up with our best bets of the weekend next. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good song. The Johnny Carson theme, right? Hey, who wrote that? Skip. Who do you think? It's your buddy. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get Our Way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. Hear about Michael Buble's entrance into show business. And get business insight from Mark Burnett. Find out what scares my son-in-law, Jason Bateman. And discover the bragging rights that come with beating Michael Jordan at golf. Together, we know just about everything everybody including sitting presidents so join us as we ask the questions they've not been asked before tell it like it is and even sing a song or two this is our podcast and we're going to do it our way listen to our way on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts Numbers game proudly brought to you by BetMGM. Don't forget the king of sportsbooks unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. And if you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Sign up with BetMGM or log in today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at Beating the Book. Always appreciate the feedback. The best listeners in the world, and I mean that, tapped in, tuned in, witty, concise, insightful, acerbic, <laughs> all the above. I can go <laughs> just going to do adjectives for the next 10 minutes. Buddhist man, welcome to Irresponsible Betting Saturday. All we need is a horse race in the middle of the day. Uh Quoting uh, earlier, Elvis Toast Patterson fan says, Gilly, uh, DraftKings is sponsoring the Jim Dandy Stakes at Saratoga tomorrow. There's your horse race. Great show today. Boom. There we go. Thank you, Elvis Toast Got Patterson. It. Great show today. Better, pe- better than the koala bear show from earlier this week. <laughs> I, I, well, I think he would agree. We finally got to boxing. Yes. He's been calling for it for like three weeks. He has been. Yeah. He has been monitoring. He's like, when are you going to talk Crawford Spence? Logic 3227. Last night, I bet Miles Michaelis. Oh, this is something. Last night, I bet Miles Michaelis to give up over five and a half hits. He gets tossed in the first inning for intentionally hitting the batter. Broadcast said it's the first time a St. Louis pitcher has been tossed in the first since 1907. Yeah. So he goes, so I literally lost a bet on something that hasn't happened since before Prohibition. Uh, for those who missed it yesterday, 
Uh, the Cubs played the Cardinals, which uh, Cubs and Cardinals fans like to call like the greatest rivalry in sports. It's baseball. Let's everybody relax. They're Red Sox Yankees. I, see, I, I would have the same response, but oh man, you if you say something like that around like Cardinals oh, fans, yeah. oh, oh boy, yeah. they're big time. Yeah, yeah. Um, Cubs end up winning that game ten to three. By the way, yesterday, um, Cubs on a nice little uh, nice little roll here heading into the trade deadline. That might affect things. I don't think it will, but I don't know. You keep winning. It's got to affect something. So first inning yesterday, what uh, what Logic's talking about here on Twitter is first inning, the Cubs are at the plate. I didn't see this. And Ian Happ, you know how sometimes like a, a your backswing hits the catcher in the head yeah. once in a blue moon? So his backswing, Ian Happ, he swings and misses, I believe. Don't hold me to that. But his backswing hits Wilson Contreras in the head, the Cubs catcher. And so Wilson Contreras, you know, gets dinged by it. Uh, and two pitches later, excuse me, he had to, it actually forced him out of the game. Like it was enough to cause concern, and they're like, "Okay, you got to go." So two, so two pitches later, first of all, the first pitch after that, Miles Michaelis throws it inside. It's almost like he was trying to plunk him, but couldn't quite do it. And then the pitch right after that, he hits him in the hip, and the umps toss Michaelis, which honestly he deserved. Like. Are we really beating a dude for accidentally having his backswing hit the catcher in the head? This is so stupid, dude. So this is where it's tough because I didn't, I didn't see it. So, like, was it was it was it was it obvious he was throwing at him? Oh, one hundred percent. Then, like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there's a difference between. I mean, what are we? He's supposed to retaliate the next time he's up at bat. That's okay in the baseball rules. Bro, bro it's a backswing. Do you think Ian Happ in the first inning of a game is trying to hit the? Come on, no, it's so dumb. So dumb. The the unre- that is a tough way to lose a bet though. Because going no, back to is. the bet, the yeah. bet part of it. No. Yes, don't get me yes. wrong. Logic, that is brutal. we we yeah. do we do sympathize with. And, you. and logic, I'm also going to probably borrow the. I'm trying to decide where where I cut off my baseball stats before cars were invented. Prohibition might be the better start. <laughs> prohibition. Yeah, I think I'm going to start using that. He went with prohibition. Yeah. He was he was debating between prohibition and the assassination of the Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen Vegas. If every single person in media, handicapping, et cetera, says this is a fight that could go either way, yet they all pick Bud Crawford, is there maybe some good value on the A-side Spence? Oh, you you faked me out there. I thought you were going to say, well, then there must be value on Crawford. You're going with Spence. He says, I like the plus money on Spence. Let's just hope for, uh, let's just hope it doesn't end in a fiasco. Yes, that applies to every fight ever. Please don't end the fiasco. I'm hoping it. I, I mean, I don't. I hope I don't want to root against Raheem's bet, but I'm hoping it doesn't go to the cards, just because that feels like that happens every time it does. I'm hoping exactly. I'm hoping I win that under bet plus two twenty nine under ten and a half. And Stringfellow Hawk, huge boxing fan, loved the interview with Teddy Atlas yesterday. Take Crawford to win between rounds seven and twelve at plus three fifty. No on the distance at plus one eighty, and take the draw at fourteen to one. How about that? He's got three bets he likes to make. I would love for at least one of those to hit. The seven through twelve one's interesting because that does yeah. that tracks with my first reaction to that is well, just bet by KO TKO DQ at a slightly worse price, but. If you think like Raheem th- thought that there is no chance this 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 uh, is ended before like the sixth round, well then you're right in that window he just gave out. Yeah, I'm with Teddy. I'm going to take a flyer on the under because the under ten and a half at plus two, and again it's a, it's north of two dollars still in some spots. Shop around for this. That's a for a guy like Crawford who figures things out on the fly and does have punching power. 
And then Errol Spence does too. Like, I'm willing to take that money. It's, again, one of these things where we've said on this show for years, some bets you have to be prepared to lose. But just know that they're, you know, good bets by the number. So that's one I'm willing to make there. And I am on Crawford. Those are my two uh, favorite bets of the weekend. I do have a tennis bet that has already started, but after two games, 1-1 score between Sigmund and Stefanini on the uh, ladies' side in, in Warsaw. That has been suspended because of weather. Iga might have to play. Well, now it's too late for her to do it, I think. She might have to play two matches today. If the weather didn't come into play, she may not get to play one at this point. What is your favorite? How, how often does that happen? Oh, it happens. There are there are times like deep into the week of a tournament where which has been several been rainouts delayed. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Where, where like someone plays a quarterfinal match in the morning, then someone else plays, and then they play a semifinal match at night. Yeah, it gets like that sometimes. Weather's a problem when there's no roof. I have so many more questions about this. Oh, uh, tennis is. I mean, because because not yeah. all, men don't always play five sets. Sometimes it's only three, but like in a five setter, they won't make them do that in a slam. Right, like you right? could do that. Yeah, but like in these tournaments where it's a two fifty or five hundred or something. Yeah, they got. I mean, gotta they got they got other tournaments the following week, so they got to get the players who are already signed up to play in those tournaments. It's uh, always a tough call with, with with how they do that with golf too. When you're like, you know, whether it's darkness or weather or whatever, you know, whatever, whether you call it push it to the next day yeah. and you might run out of runway because there's a tur- there's always a tournament the next week that you got to be done for. Just know with bets when it comes to tennis, weather and darkness does not refund your bet. It will continue into the next day. Only withdrawals, and we've talked about that in just the worst circumstances, only withdrawals will trigger either a refund or if you happen to bet at a shop that requires one set to be uh, done to be graded, that's where it gets a little murkier. How are your golf bets, by the way? Speaking of that, how are, how are your golf bets this weekend at the 3M Open going? Uh, well, there you go. That's all I needed. Lee Hodges, uh, thanks for swooping in. I, th- I, had, I thought I was chopping first-round leader with Decky yesterday. but no. Lee Hodges, oh, is that what you said? Oh, Lee Hodges had to swoop in and drop an 8-under on me yesterday, wow. so I lost that bet. Um, yeah, right now we got Streelman 10-under. Uh, Grio nine under. I got a top twenty on him. Poston eight under. Uh, Hodges eight under. And then you got a big group at seven under. Didn't we right walk now. out of here and your guy and Matsuyama was doing well? Oh yeah, that's where I was getting pumped. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had uh, yeah when he finished his round, he was solo lead seven under, and then then he got caught by a couple guys. I thought I was going to chop it to uh, chop it three ways. Uh, Snedeker put one close on 18. You have him for the tournament, too, though, right? I have him for the tournament, yeah, too. He's only, only two back. Yeah, only two yeah. back. I've got Eric Cole, too. Uh, he's, uh, well, I guess he's five back, but he's T11 right now um, at 500 par. I do have a bet on him as well. So, actually, golf bet's looking pretty good right now. Um, and then, of course, the World Cup is going. You don't have any bets in pocket on that yet, do you? No, I don't. I do think I'm going to bet uh, that uh, Jan Blachowicz, though, in the uh, UFC fight. I was, I was surprised when I saw that number and then Jordan talking about it as well. Um, I do think I'm going to be betting that side tomorrow night. I'm feeling Blahovitz. I'm feeling Poirier. And, of course, Terrence Crawford as well, as we talked about, and the under in the Terrence Crawford. Fight. I think it's I, – when you talk about the boxing in the UFC, I, I I don't know the boxing as well, but, like, hearing a lot of the – like, both main events are sounding very kind oh. of, like, mirror imaging. Like, ha- these are going to be really tight fights. Like, I want nothing to do with a side in that Poirier-Gaethje fight. Like, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah, and I I make it. It's one of those things again. We we jokingly say irresponsible betting Saturday, just because it's also one of these things where when we're betting other sports, typically football season, the biggest example of this, we almost forget sometimes. Like, oh, there's a UFC card, and I forgot we got to bet this. We won't have that problem this weekend, right? Because it'll be you know baseball and this. So uh, bets will be made. 
And uh, I think those are the ones I'm going to make at this point. But uh, right now in pocket, the two boxing ones and Sigmund in tennis. Uh, we've done all we can do. Hope uh, Kelly's Matsuyama bets get home. Hope all of your bets get home as well. Um, college football week, not only on the show, but on the network next week. We'll start it out with Wes Reynolds on Monday talking Big Ten football. Will it be Michigan? Will it be Ohio State? Will it be someone else? Will it be Wisconsin? Wes always has thoughts specifically on the Big Ten. We'll do that and more, of course. Lombardi Line is next. Enjoy from Vison, the Sports Betting Network. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey there, fellow 20-somethings. It's your girl, Sydney Winter. And guess what? The wait is finally over. Season four of Crying in Public is here, and I'm flying solo for the very first time. That's right, no co-host to rein me in, just me and myself in the mic. From relationships to careers and all the awkward encounters in between, we're covering it all. So mark your calendars and set your reminders because Crying in Public is dropping its juiciest season yet. Listen to the new season of Crying in Public on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.